Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, on the 14th of March, 2021. And I am out on the patio because it is early, early evening, and it is absolutely beautiful here, and the sky is like a lavender color. And uh, with being out on the patio come all the sounds of the patio, which the crickets are starting to chirp and the frogs are starting to chirp and the cats are meowing. (laughs) And uh, it's just, it's just a beautiful night. So without further ado, let us get into the week. But first, let's talk a little bit about what just happened. (laughs) I can't ignore the week that we just had. And it was I think, significant, as I explained for reasons last week, various reasons last week was, you know, the moon went to a stellium in Aquarius, and then it went to a stellium in Pisces, and then we had the new moon. And um, stelliums usually are three planets or more in a sign, and it's a collection of planets, and then the moon comes in and triggers all of this, and it's particularly intense. And I found the energy to be particularly intense during Aquarius. Now, whether that's because I'm an Aquarius or not, I'm not really sure, but it was particular. I mean, certainly I'm going to feel it, but I I think that it was just, just too much um, earlier in the week and it was frenetic and upsetting. And, you know, there was a lot, you know, moon was with Saturn. And so I think that's where some of the upset was coming from for people. And we then slid, glided, flowed into Pisces with the moon on Thursday. And then I really felt that change. And I just felt everything kind of get calmed down. Though the new moon had four planets lined up together in this, like in a conjunction. It wasn't even just a stellium, it was a conjunction. And with Venus and Neptune being part of that conjunction. And I really felt like it was a beautiful um, energy, but same time, it's still four planets in one place. And yesterday after the new moon occurred in the wee hours of yesterday morning, it was, I felt like busy, not, not like bad busy, but just one thing right after the other, after the other, after the other, like there was no time to catch your breath and it's in Pisces. So you would think, oh, Pisces, new moon, it's going to be easy. It's going to be smooth. It's going to be gentle and it's Neptune and Venus, but um, kind of sexy energy, you know, but it was, it was just busy. It was just so much going on. And, you know, it, it just, I'm glad it's passed. The moon is now in Aries. We have some fire in the sky. There has been no fire in the sky. And I think that makes a difference too. Um, fire lets us take action. And sometimes when we're having such frenetic energies, we don't always know what action to take. And it's good to be aware of action and take inspired action. And so if you were inspired over the course of the Pisces stellium since Thursday, then perhaps today you are taking inspired action or you have taken inspired action. Um, And so we move forward into the new week and three planets between now and next Sunday, three planets change signs. So that's a big deal. That's a lot of movement of energy again, but I think it's good. I think it's different. Um, And it's going to be a little bit of refreshing. So one of those planets is Mercury. And Mercury has been very important because Mercury 
has visited the part of the Zodiac that it ran through before it went retrograde. And then since Thursday or so came back to, well, came back, finished its shadow and came through a part of the Zodiac that it hadn't been through yet this year, which was the end of Aquarius, you know, the last three degrees of Aquarius, where it had stopped, retrograded, and didn't get to those three degrees in Aquarius. And so now we are dealing with a very um, powerful, profound movement forward, and Mercury goes into Pisces, and it's not early in the day, it's later in the day. Um, it's, you know, like around 6.30 Eastern time, and that's going to be different. That's a change. That's a change. Um, it's not the same. We've been living with Mercury and Aquarius since January, and that's a lot of analytical, frenetic, electrical energy. And so I think it's good that it's going, it's not its favorite sign. Mercury is going into Pisces, not its favorite sign because it likes the opposite sign of Virgo. But this is a very interesting opportunity for us to meditate and sort of res reflect and go within a little more intellectually and calm the conscious mind. Because I think when Mercury's in Aquarius, you know, it's an air and it's one of those times when it's very complicated about, you know, us calming our conscious mind. And I have found more and more lately that the conscious mind really gets in our way a lot. And the things we say to ourselves, the rattling and, and prattling on and on and on that we do. Um, and to find a clear path through that and to find some clarity in that is really important because it allows us to hear what our soul is saying. It allows us to hear what our intuitions are saying, what our deepest part of ourselves are saying, and without interruption from the conscious mind. Because the conscious mind can really just, just, you know, mess us up. It's like we're, we're so, such brainiacs now, especially with all the media and all the technology we have available to us. We really have to make a lot of effort consciously to get past this that, 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 that our brain does on a regular basis. So, you know, I always recommend meditation. <laughs> but, but more than that, catch yourself. And so stop the brain from overacting, you know, and you'll sleep better, you'll think better, you'll talk better, you'll, you'll just feel better. And so for the next few weeks, we're going to have Mercury in Pisces. Now, when Mercury was in Pisces a year ago, because it goes through Pisces every year, when Mercury was in Pisces a year ago was when we started to find out about COVID and Mercury went retrograde in Pisces last year. This year it was Aquarius, but last year it was Pisces. And I remember saying on this very podcast that we don't have all the information and there was a lot of uh, misguidedness and confusion and difficulty around information when Mercury was retrograde in Pisces last year. And maybe there will be a reminder of that over these next weeks while Mercury is in Pisces. Maybe not, but we are, uh, everywhere I turn, I keep seeing these COVID anniversary announcements like the New York Times had something about like what has happened in different areas of life in this year and like what we need to sort of look at and, and, um, 
And then I got an email from a car service I used to use in the city, and they are reflecting on it as well. So there's a lot of reflection because this is really sort of the first anniversary of when all this started. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if some new things came to light about this situation while Mercury is in Pisces, and maybe hopefully we'll get some clarity, you know, that we didn't have a year ago. And maybe we'll get some forward movement that we haven't had in a very long time. So that's the one planet that's changing signs. The other planet that's changing signs is the sun because the sun is finishing up its last week of Pisces. And on Saturday, the 20th, we'll enter the sign of Aries. And it's going to be, you know, about 5.30 a.m. or so Eastern time. But this is the spring equinox. Dun, da, da. It's the spring equinox and it's the beginning of the zodiac. So it is the fresh start, the fresh moment of the zodiac. It's not the experience of, you know, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. This used to be the beginning of the year. You know, March 20th was the beginning of the year. And what happened, I think we're called the Julian calendar, I believe, because Julius Caesar, um, made this calendar in May, January 1st, the beginning of the year. So here we are um, with a calendar that doesn't necessarily correspond to the astrology. But so what we're dealing with now is we are dealing with the beginning of a new astrological year. And this last week of Pisces, the sun in Pisces, and I can't believe it's the third week of March already. It's we are already in the place of um leaving Pisces behind and Pisces, the end of Pisces is always about some sort of surrender, some sort of atonement, some sort of letting go in a way that perhaps we weren't able to before. And just, just connecting to that level of atonement, of surrender, of release, especially when the sun gets to 29 Pisces on Saturday and Friday, Saturday, because it's Saturday morning, wee hours, but really, I guess it's Friday. So that's the second planet that's changing sign. And every year the sun does this. Every year we have the spring uh, equinox. Um, that is in the Northern Hemisphere. Of course, in the Southern Hemisphere, it's the winter, uh, not winter, um, sorry, fall, autumn equinox. And, you know, it's becoming... Um, cooler and autumnal in those regions and I've talked to people in those regions and they they tell me yes there's a little bit of its briskness in the air and stuff as as autumn approaches for them so uh when you are uh leaving Pisces behind and going into Aries finally we're gonna have some fire in the sky you know finally we're, we're then what we're not going to have is the sun in Pisces heating up Pisces the way Remember when it heated up Aquarius a month ago? I can't believe a month has passed already, but it heated up Aquarius and went into Pisces and it was like intense, you know, the heat of the sun with those other planets, intense. And then again, because it, it was with Neptune and Venus. Now, those are gentler planets, but Neptune is still an outer planet. And so, you know, if you've been exhausted or confused or tired or or just sort of apathetic, like without energy, that's Neptune. So we've got, you know, the sun leaving that and going into a more energetic sign of Aries. 
that is probably going to help us out for a while because Mercury, okay, so the sun is leaving Pisces, so so right now the moon's in Aries, but so we had four planets in Pisces yesterday up until the moon went into Aries. So then we had all this time, we've had three planets in Pisces, Venus, Neptune, the sun. Now the sun will leave, but Mercury's going in. So, so actually, um, as of tomorrow, we're going to have four planets in Pisces again as Mercury enters Pisces just for five, six days. Then the sun will go into Aries. So we're still in the territory of all the water. And now what's happening is four planets are in Pisces this week and it's the stellium in Pisces and no longer the stellium in Aquarius. So really what's happening is Jupiter and Saturn are being left behind in Aquarius as they have been since December 20. Well, they, they both were in together as of December 21st, but December 18th or so they started to move into Aquarius. And so they have been the, the steady planets in Aquarius and that's the way it's going to be. They're going to be left behind and only the two of them in Aquarius now, which is going to be the theme of the year. And we're still in that Jupiter Saturn. Now remember, and I'm going to reflect for another moment back on last week, remember that Jupiter and Saturn are a big deal. And I have some people that are Aquarius and they feel this very strongly. And I have people who are not Aquarius and they're feeling this very strongly. And they're like, wow, things are really crazy. Yeah, because every time something hits that Jupiter Saturn, it gets intense. <laughs> and we're not finished with it. So you might think, oh, that passed Jupiter Saturn. Yeah, that was supposed to be a big deal. We're in it. We are in it. And that Jupiter Saturn, I said this on Instagram the other day. Don't kid yourself. This is like, you know, as long as Mercury was there, as long as the, you know, the moon was there, every month the moon's going to pass through there and they're going to get highlighted again, just like we went through the COVID cluster last year of Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto all in Capricorn. And they really are just these two, because they were re exactly conjunct, which Jupiter and Saturn didn't do in Capricorn, they were very close, but they were not exactly conjunct ever, um, precisely conjunct. And, you know, precision matters in this case, because, yeah, things happened in Capricorn, but now, boy, the difference between this year and last year, and I'll say it again, it's like electric and fast moving and like we're on a rocket ride. Okay, so remember this as you go through your days, that Jupiter Saturn is hanging out, asking us to up level our lives and asking us to think differently and think outside the box because we are not finished with it. We're not and we're not going to be. Jupiter's going to tiptoe into Pisces for a little bit, but you know, we'll see what that feels like. We're not in a place of embracing it fully in Pisces and that won't happen until next year. So we're, we're Jupiter and Aquarius with the exception of a little bit of time when it, before it goes retrograde and then at the beginning of the retrograde, but that's it. It's in Aquarius. And so the experience of this is a little frenetic Aquarius. Now you know why your Aquarius friends are a little on edge and they worry and they, and they're like edgy and they've got, they, you know, shake their leg a lot when they're sitting and they, and they're, they've just, they've got so much energy. This is what that is. It's Aquarius. It's electrical. It's Uranus. Whoosh. So, and Uranus and Saturn are still dancing with each other. So they're still kind of in a square and loosely, but so as we, as I was saying, Mercury is going into Pisces tomorrow. 
it's going to stay in Pisces all week and for the next few weeks. The sun is only going to be in Pisces for the rest of this week. We're leaving Jupiter and Saturn alone in Aquarius. Can we trust those two to be alone together? Yeah, I guess so. We're going to just, but, but it's intense. So don't forget it. So, but a watery week ahead, a watery week. We're going to swim through the cosmic waters this week and we're going to uh, swim through our own emotions and feelings and deep sense of intuition and tune in. If you can get real and tune in with yourself and take time every day to just get quiet and tune in and get past that conscious mind I was talking about before, and really you'll get some answers. This is a week to like have your dreams, get some answers. You know, I was talking about dreaming big yesterday on Instagram because Venus and Neptune are still conjunct. You know, they're still together, even though, you know, they're moving, Venus is moving, they're still conjunct. So that dream, that wish that you made on the new moon, make it come true, you know, and keep wishing for it this week and keep embracing it with love and light and, and passion and beauty and from your soul. Okay. The third planet that's going to change signs this week is indeed Venus, which is interesting. And it's really going to be next Sunday. So when we meet again next Sunday, um, Venus will have moved into Aries, uh, you know, around 10, 15 a.m. Eastern time. And the thing that's interesting about this is that, you know, uh, um, Venus does not love to be in Aries, does not. She likes you know, she likes Pisces. She's exalted in Pisces. So she's moving into a place she's not nuts about. The Mercury, Mercury is moving into a place it's not nuts about, but the sun is moving into Aries and that is a sign of exaltation for the sun. That means the sun is in a good place. But so, okay, Venus is going to move into Aries. So we might feel a little friskier. Um, and the dogs are feeling frisky right now if you can hear them barking. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's really an incredible shift this week. We are by this time, by the time I'm talking to you next week, we're we're in a different place. We're going to be in a different place. And Venus will be in Aries with the sun and that means fire. So now we're going to get a balance. We know we have Earth because Pluto is in Capricorn and Uranus is in Taurus. We know we have air because of Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius. We know we have water because of all that stuff in Pisces. And now we're going to finally get some fire because there's been no fire. It's been hard to not have one. One element is missing during, you know, a time period. It really makes it obvious. So we go reaching for things. You know, we go reaching for either words when there's no air or we reach for our emotions when there's no water. And for a while now, we're going to have fire. And I can tell you that fire is going to be the one sign where we might have the blanks this year because there's always going to be something in air because of Saturn and Jupiter. There's always going to be something in water because of Neptune. There's always going to be something in Earth because of Pluto. But fire is not going to be as consistent. So this is very interesting. So last year we had a whole bunch of fire because Mars was in its own sign for the last half of the year, up until the beginning of January, till January 6th. And so when we experience fire, we do take action. The rest of it is a thoughtful process or a feeling process or sort of a, a grounding process, but not action. So thankfully, 
thank your lucky stars <laughs> that we're going to get some fire at the end of this week. Now, it's interesting because even though Venus and the sun will go into the same sign uh, within 24 hours of each other, or probably less than 24 hours of each other, they're not going to meet in exactitude until the 25th of March, which is Thursday of the following week. So it's fun, funny, because Venus and the sun are going to be very, very close together all this time, all those days, very close together. And it's a conjunction. You know, if somebody has a baby and somebody here is visiting and they're having a baby, somebody has a baby, well, they're going to have a Venus on conjunction. That's what I would say. And if they have the baby on Thursday, a person will have their that Sun-Venus conjunction, which is very lovely in Aries, but very lovely. So fiery. And they will have a very nice balance of the four elements. So um, here we go. So that's it. Three planets changing signs. Now, what does that mean for us? That means a big shift, a nice a nice shift, a, a shift that is going to give us some refreshing energy because there was too much in air and too much in water. And yeah, we've got another week of water ahead, like I said, swimming through the cosmic waters. And then we're going to go into some fire. So in the meantime, what else is going on? Well, um, one of the things that's nice is that the Sun and Pluto are going to talk to each other very nicely on Tuesday the 16th, and that's uh, powerfully, you know, positive. The Sun is in Pisces, Pluto's in uh, Capricorn. They are making what we call a sextile one to one another. And so there's some transformation in the air that is, I would think, smooth and sensitive and you know, we're, we're capable of this transformation. It's not going to be like a smack across the face transformation, which is what I felt last week was. Um, and then Venus is going to be close to the sun. So it's going to do the same thing on Thursday. It's going to make a sextile to Pluto and it's, it's going to say very nice things to Pluto. And if you have a Venus Pluto in your chart or a sun Pluto in your chart, you know, this might be smoothing those aspects over a little bit and, and uh, Venus and Pluto, you know, this is this is pretty sexy, you know, um, because Venus is Venus is, you know, in her five one of her favorite signs, and she's sextiling Pluto, and it's smooth, so it's like, mmm, nice, a little sexiness in the week doesn't hurt, does it? Very lovely. Um, and then there's a nice trine from Mars. Um, Sunday of next week is very busy. You know, it's a it's the first quarter moon, but it's like there's lots of aspects that day. And um, one of the things we're going to have is this nice trine with Mars and Saturn because Mars is in Gemini and it's going to make a nice relationship to Saturn. So that's good. Um, now... It's Mars and Saturn. If you have Mars and Saturn or you know anything about Mars and Saturn, ugh, to have them together sometimes is complicated. And it's a little, it's a little rough. It's, but when we have this nice, relaxing relationship between Mars and Saturn, which we're going to have next Sunday, the 21st, we are really like smoothing over the rough edges of Mars that wants to assert and take action and Saturn that says, no, you can't, don't do that. <laughs> so 
don't do that. So, but if you have like a Mars square Saturn in your chart or something, you might, you might feel that. Or if you're getting Saturn to Mars or anything, you might feel a little ornery and this will hopefully break that and make it smooth and, and gentle. And the moon is going to be talking a lot that day to Venus, to the sun, because the moon will be in cancer. So, and then of course to Pluto, because it will be, um, you know, eventually, well, it's actually going to be not talking to Pluto till Monday, the Tuesday, the 23rd. But, you know, eventually he's going to talk to Pluto because it's in Cancer and it's opposing Pluto. Um, so the big news is that we start the new astrological year. And that that gives us a fresh start, too, because, um, you know, as I said, when we're at the end of Pisces, it's about surrender. It's about atonement. It's about releasing something. It's about saying goodbye to something. And... A lot of things that we're, we are saying a few goodbyes this week, like I said, you know, Mercury's changing signs, saying goodbye to Aquarius where it's been for months. And then the whole experience of, you know, Venus leaving Pisces after being in this big new moon configuration with Neptune. Wow. So she's moving into Aries and then, you know, the sun going into its place of exaltation, leaving Pisces is is, I think, dramatic for one week. So, you know, in this time, in this week ahead, our mission, each and every one of us, is to connect with our deepest part of our soul. Pisces, Pisces is often longing. It's longing and it's, it's, it's sort of a wistfulness and it's a, it's a, it's, you know, it's also, sleeping and dreaming and creating and painting and being inspired and and getting drunk and being addicted <laughs> um so watch your addictions this week um watch your habits this week but one of the important things is that we are um looking in within this week and it's so important because we are at the end of the zodiac so one when we are at the end of the zodiac, one is that we want to reflect on the zodiacal year. So that was last March. And I think that's why we're hearing a lot about this is the anniversary of COVID. This is the anniversary of when everything started to shut down. I think people are going back and they are paying uh, homage to a per, uh, people and societies that suffered tremendously in this last year. And how many people were lost and how many people were infected. And how that's the end of Pisces. Pisces is also pandemics. And so as we say goodbye to Pisces this week, we are sort of um, looking at the fact that, you know, we've had to say goodbye to people and we've had to say goodbye to a certain way of life. And this is the perfect week to reflect on that. Not just because it's all over the media, but just because astrologically, and things don't happen, you know, things happen in the field first, and then they happen in matter. So things in the field, which includes astrology, um, is, you know, this is stuff that we are feeling already, and now it's being verbalized by the media. The media is not doing this because we're at the end of Pisces. It's because we are, as a collective unconscious, feeling this sense of loss and grief. And oftentimes the end of Pisces 
is loss and surrender and um, that experience of release. And so I can only hope that each person who does some reflecting on their life in this last year can find some positive, amazing things that happened to them and that evolved them and took them to the next level. And there was some evolutionary process and some beautiful recognitions and moments and sensitive, sensitive moments. And when it all changes over next weekend to Aries, that you look at what we have accomplished, what each of us has accomplished and what you've accomplished or what you might be missing. And if you're missing something, well then maybe you need to go out and get it. Maybe, maybe you haven't like seen your family in a year because of what happened. And so you've got to like, you know what? I've got to go see my family. Maybe you, you've been cautious about traveling because of this. Maybe you, it's time for you to pick up your suitcase and go someplace and deal with the, the Michigas of, of how to get through, you know, airlines and stuff like that and get to the other side of a beautiful, to see a beautiful place. Maybe you just have to reflect on what's changed and what place you're in now versus where you were a year ago. But this is an important, important new, fresh start. Because not only is the sun accompanied by Venus moving into the same sign, Venus is all about, you know, what we desire and what we're grateful for. But Mercury is moving into Pisces and it's causing us to reflect. So three planets changing sign is going to give us reflection. It's going to give us gratitude. It's going to give us, hopefully, the inspiration to act on things that we were not acting on before. Maybe we think, well, it's too late. I should have... I sh you know, some people didn't get to see their family and someone passed, you know. So this is what I'm talking about. Take action after the 21st. Take action if you need to. And if you don't feel it's time, that's the other thing. There's the, the, the inverse of this. You are paying attention this week to your soul in a way you never have before, okay. We want everybody to pay attention and tune in and listen to that soft voice of intuition and of what your soul and your inner inner self is saying and shine a light on that. And when you do that, maybe your soul is saying, I'm good where I am. I'm good where I am and I don't need to take action. Okay. And maybe you are not in a place to take action and that's okay. Maybe you're just going to enjoy this fiery energy and get inspired and start a new creative project. And that's just as good. And I feel like I have a chorus behind me of dogs. If you can hear that, <laughs> I started this podcast with cats and now there's dogs. So if it's raining cats and dogs where you are, you're right in tandem with me. <laughs> Okay. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope you have a beautiful week. This is Deb McBride. If you want more information from me, you can go to my Instagram at the golden astrologer, and you can go to my Twitter at Deb astrology and my lovely website, thegoldenastrologer.com, which, um, features my blog and, 
all sorts of other things, uh, more information about getting a session or perhaps an astrocartography report. So if you'd like to have a session with me, you just go to thegoldenastrologer.com and click on book online and we can talk all about what transformation you have experienced and how you're feeling. And I wish you a beautiful, beautiful week ahead, a beautiful spring equinox, if that's what you're celebrating, or autumn equinox, wherever you are, and enjoy the week of swimming through the cosmic waters of Pisces. Much gratitude to all.